was very important to establish the idea of human freedom. And all our political systems are built on various adumbrations of this concept of freedom. We're taking over the airwaves, St. Louis. So step out of your safe space and polish up that foil hat. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. It's Who's Your Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Your deprogramming begins now. Man cannot fall and be redeemed without the dimension of human freedom. Only the free can be guilty because only the free are responsible for what they do. St. Louis. Woo! What's up, Steve? How you doing, babe? I am so fired up right now. I can't even talk straight. Got a lot of things going on, guys, and it is getting down to crunch time. It is crunch time, Craig. Yes. Yes, sir, it is. We got an awesome guest in the studio. The best guest the ever. The best guest. The best guest ever. Heck sorry. A, one heck of a fisherman. And sorry to all of our other guests. Yep. But this guy's the best. Mick. Mick Diggis. Mick, tell everybody how. Yeah! Oh, sorry. Mick. This is about you, Mick. Yeah, this whole show's about me. you. Surprise. we got two hours. We're going <laughs> to oh, unpack no. the nitty-gritty Mick Dickus. Uh-uh. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's hear our first voice. It's called This Is Your Life. Mick, remember me in third grade? You pooped your pants in grade school, and I was there to clean it up. Yeah, you're right. It's Nurse Susan from your grade school. Bring her out, Mick. This is your life. <laughs> Roman, what's happening, man? Hey, how's it going, man? We brought some awesome little paintings in the studio. Oh, we'll thanks. show you guys uh, following along on the live stream. Uh, How can they listen to us? Craig? I'll tell you what, there's a lot of different ways you can listen to us. If you're right now, if you're if you're flipping through the radio dial, you get a crystal, crystal clear signal on WGNU nine twenty a.m. on the dial. If you put a dot com behind that, that's the website. Hey, you, you stole can, that from me. You can listen to it live. You can even watch a feed live on yep. the WGNU nine twenty a.m. dot com website or if you're a member of our Sophisticated Hoosiers page, uh, we are broadcasting live always from our Hoosier Sophisticate page out there. We've got some really cool guests tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get some really cool content on that Sophisticated Hoosiers page, too. We absolutely do. I, I, that, I love the people's contributions. There's, uh, I'm, I've, obviously, there's a lot of crossover between several groups that we're in on Facebook, and all of them kind of say, man, it, it's a Popular. nice... Uh, there's a bit of levity on your page. It's a nice. It's a nice change of pace. People say that about. Yeah, them. they absolutely do. Wow. Yeah, we keep it I fun. It. We keep it fun. We keep it lighthearted. Uh, very limited drama. I don't think I've ever seen it on Not our page yet. yet. I, I haven't seen it yet. For it. Well, haven't seen it yet. Yeah. The most drama is between me and you. That's true. <laughs> the That's drama queen. Because <laughs> you're an idiot. I'm the worst. Anyway, uh, this presentation, Steve, is brought to us by one of the greatest. Uh, uh, people we could ask to be a part oh, of the show. Uh, Blake Bell with the Missouri Medical Cannabis Company, MoMedCanco.com. Guys, our, our hearts are with Blake, too. Our hearts yeah. are with Blake. We've got some uh, sending thoughts and prayers and good vibes to his family. Um, and uh, he, and he's, he's, always, uh, he's always making sure to um, take care of the community around him. And that's, yeah, he he's an admirable dude. And so uh, I hope that our group will come together and, and rally, rally around him a little bit. Um, he For deserves sure, it. Man. He deserves it. And, I, and I've already seen it. I've already seen it in real time. People are already making it happen. Blake is helping provide uh, a medicine to people, to fans of our page, uh, that have just reported unbelievable yes. uh, help with it. I mean, uh, uh, Mick. Hey, have you have you what do you, what do you think about uh, MoMed Canco's products? Uh, life changing. Um, Get up on that put, mic, baby. Tell, um, let them put it your, right in your mouth. Let them hear your soul. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, like Tell us a little bit about your about about uh, how it's helped you out. So we'll, we'll we'll get a condensed version here, but for Rachel and I, it's been life changing. We have had some chronic illnesses. Uh, myself, psoriatic arthritis, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis, axial spondylitis, and I'm happy to say we've been opiate free for over a month now. Congratulations! Um, thank you. It's Heck just, yeah, man. I mean, it's life changing. I mean, I still stiff in the morning when I get up, but I'm able to get up faster. Um, my just joint pains less and significantly mood is definitely way up versus 
having to fight the uh, the feels from depression. I sure, mean, it just sucks. That, and Mick, it, here's the thing: you're not the only one. No, Dude, no. we've 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 found a group that have have trusted uh, Blake enough to to try this out. Uh, his prices are better than any I've seen out there, and uh, you, when, when they. They've even tried it from other places with not much help. It's real medicine, Craig. He's, they're getting real, real pure CBD yeah, hemp you. oil, and it's really helping them for a variety of things. Uh, on top of all of, of your things, Mick, we've had uh, women tr- tr- helping with their hot flashes from menopause. We've had uh, um, it's healing people with helping with sleep. I mean, it's been unbelievable. Sores. I'm a lump now when I sleep. That's I mean, beautiful, and, and man. That, it went from broken sleep. To solid sleep within two days of this product. I know. I can it's barely amazing. get you up in the mornings. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just gives a little tickle. It's just because you're so tickle. snuggly. Your friends no, tickle, tickle, tickle. Wait, Hey, so here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to momedcanco.com. You're going to enter HOSO, H-O, capital H-O, capital S-O, at checkout. You'll get 15% off everything site-wide. Give it a shot, guys. The prices are already better than anywhere else you're going to find them. And with our code, you're going to be able to, to, to take a shot at this. And if it doesn't work, hey, fine. You tried it. You can say you tried it. You can't it. OD on it. And Blake, the, the owner, you're supporting one of the best humans around. For He's sure. supporting Solid his community. Dude. Solid dude. We got a text right here. I got to read it from the real Corey G. What is up, my Hoso fam? Big shout out to all of you, especially Mick, for being some of the best people I've ever had the pleasure of spending Aww. time with. Oh, Mick, get out of here right now. Yeah. Mick, get out of here enough. right now. He's already better I will not worse. tolerate anybody else being talked well, uh, well over on hey. I'm glad I'm not the only one who felt that. Also, hey, first hour brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. Check out carltoninsurance.net. The guy is as, as solid of a dude as you'll ever meet. Once again, all of our sponsors are people that we've asked to sponsor the show because they give back to the community. It is it is something that is more, as important to them as their own livelihood. Yes. It's a part of it. it, it's, it it's James is that guy. <laughs> carltoninsurance.net. Give him a shout. Yeah. Please, he, I, you won't get a voicemail. I'll tell you that. Uh, you, you, if you get a voicemail, you get a shirt, right? Uh, you will get a shirt. We kind of stopped nice saying shirt. that, but we're going to say it again right now. 314-961-4800. Give him a call. He's the man. Steve. Love that guy. We've got all kinds of things on the docket. Everything on the okay. docket. You want to hear who's coming in? All right. I do. Tell me. I, tell I think Brian Kessler is coming in at 7, which I'm not happy <sighs> about one bit. Um, he goes by the uh, pseudonym. Uh, real uh, quick, Integrity, can we get you to queue up uh, the second hour from any other show? We're just going. Steve and I are going to leave at six fifty nine. We're going to play that for the second hour. I am not talking to Brian Kessler in the flesh. Brian will just take over the show. You, you know him. Can't stand that guy. He's one of the best guys. Also, he's yeah. part of the Vibe Tribe, and he's trying to do big things in South City, St. Louis. He already is, man. Anytime that uh, uh, a first responder is injured in the line of duty, or just, uh, I mean, Brian and I have been. Really throwing this washer tournament, A, because it's the most when fun day of the year. September 1st. I love it. It's a week from Saturday. Mm. It's a blast, guys. If you I'll go out there, there, we're still we're registering going. teams. It's a washer tournament. Yep. It's 80 bucks a team. All you can eat and drink. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to play, there's plenty of other things you can participate in. There's silent auctions, 50-50s. Yep. We'll probably anything. have the karaoke out. Got a little game called Ronda Down in the Spanish Society. Mm. Guys, it is a South Side party. Are we doing the tent thing inside of the Spanish Society? I Yeah, I don't know if how. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Bring your tent. Yeah, if you we're want to. We're celebrating tents. Brian's 40th birthday. Yes. We're camping out inside. How fun. Uh, it's going to be a blast, guys. It, it's a good old time down on the south side. And I'll tell you what, man. Over the course of the last three years, we've donated tens of thousands of dollars to families that weren't expecting it but totally needed it. And it's one of those things where we just reach out to the community, to our friends. Hey, who's somebody who's hard up who needs some help? Yep. And the, a lot of times there's several submissions. And we, we just we raise as much money as we can. We chop it up. And we help as many people as we can. It's a blast, though, dude. Yes. It's, it's, not, it's a labor of love. But, like, it's not even work. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Come out September 1st. It's down at Blow School uh, down on Loughborough. Southside, uh, baby. East Cronolette, baby. That's Southside. where I grew up. That's, that's, where, we I, that's where I so. played football against all the older kids. And they were like, who is this guy? Who's this lightning fast he's little so jack rabbit? Little Who's, guy. He's got the moves. Oh, he took, <laughs> his, took his ball and went home. He's a sore loser. <laughs> you were a big sore loser. Uh, funny story about Brian Kessler. He's a firefighter, and uh, I got into a little competition with him called uh, "Warming Those Without" one winter. We thought we'd go take, um, you know, warm items of clothes down to the homeless, uh, or at least donate them. So four guys got together, and we all did a point system: five points for a jacket, four points for a pair of slacks, three points for a. Um, uh, you can't say things like I wanted to say on our uncensored thaw, podcast. Thaw, I'll leave thaw, it. Thaw. Um, 
Um, so I'm going to leave that one alone. But so Brian, okay, we all get, and I get like 7,000 points. The dude ahead of me gets like 8,000 points. The other dude gets 10,000. Brian Kessler had his entire garage filled with trash bags of clothes, socks, gloves, to where places were like, <laughs> we can't take all this. You probably need to open up your own shop yourself. <laughs> the loser had to sing drag. Uh, had to. I got to say that. Well, that got to sing drag. I did Selena Gomez. And I, I knocked it. it out of the park, baby. I knew it was you. <laughs> I knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yes. We're getting another text in here. Come get your yes on two sign at Parlor STL between twelve and three tomorrow. Oh, oh. That, that comes is from that first Kyle? caller. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> hey, Parlor was a great time. Parlor hey, showed was, us a heck of a awesome. good time down at uh, at the World Naked Bike Ride. That's where we posted up and uh, threw down a bunch of a uh, bunch of audio. It was it was so much fun. It's a super cool spot, man. If you're into an arcade, they got all the old school greats. They got the they got the Mortal Kombat. They got the Simpsons game, man. They got pinball, all you can handle. They have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I believe yes, they did have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then I also believe that uh, Burton Barrel's got a little Nug Shack in the back. Or you want to get you a little chicken nuggie? A little chicken nuggie? You go, I'll take a little chicken nuggie. Chicken nuggie. Oh, I'll take a little chicken nuggie. <laughs> At Parlor, it's a good time. Get down there Saturday. Get your yes on two signs. We're getting together with New Approach Missouri, and we are going to get the correct cannabis legislation mm. passed yes. on November 6th. We are, yes man. on we are. two. Get, yes on two. Guess who's going to come in here and talk to us a little bit more about that? Too. Well, who's, who's that going to be? It's John Hunt. And my, who's John Hunt? My, my brother. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Mick served that one up to us. Um, <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. No. John Hunt uh, from, uh, he was huge in Project for 22. He was the grow uh, facility from seed to store that we got to see all the ins and outs. From. Fire medicine. And I don't know if you, uh, I've posted a few on our Instagram page. And I've posted a few pics that Roman Roman took some awesome pics too while we were in Colorado. If you see any plants and any of uh, the probably probably most of the plants, um, they came from Hunt's Harvest in Colorado Springs, right? That's yeah, yes. in Colorado Springs. He's Home a, of Tesla. He's a cadet. He's a cadet. He was a heck of a lacrosse player back in the day, wasn't he? Uh, probably. I, I think he was. He's an athlete. This is all hearsay. I don't know enough about him. But when his name was around there, those guys like, I think he was a heck of a lacrosse player. Did you hear that player. from Timmy Andrew? Who else knows about lacrosse? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other guy who plays lacrosse? Listen, I hope John Hunt comes on here and he's like, everybody knows about lacrosse. I played it in college, you jerk. Guess what? It's the number one raise, rising number one rising sport with youth in it's America. It's a great sport, man. We Bat lobbied hard for it. And, you know, St. Louis has a lot of club teams with all the private schools, but don't, we didn't have anything like flop. it in Springfield. Don't flip up now. I'd like to play it. <laughs> you would have been a great lacrosse I, I'd love to play Lax? it. He'd just play mow people lax? over probably. He would. And that's part that's of the game. That's the game. How, what's the rules? Can we break those down real quick? Uh, uh, we'll do it with John. We'll do it with John. But he's going to Joe Hamilton in here. We'll get him in here. Radio personality. I love that kid. Chow STL. He's Crunch Time. Check out Crunch Time with Joe and Wags. Please do. Uh, it's the best sports talk. Don't show. tell him I told you to, to go there, though. No, tell him I told you. I'm a heathen in the eyes of those yeah, people. Okay. All right. So, uh, John Hunt's going to come in here. He's going to edumacate you. I uh, hope so. Kessler you. in the second hour. We got cannabis news, but I want to talk to you guys about Mo Canacon. Okay, uh, too. This is the first conference of its type ever to come to Missouri, and we have. Such we have a list of speakers, of experts, of doctors, professors, veterinarians, uh, fitness experts, uh, business people in the cannabis industry. It is two days packed full of knowledge. It is a patient first conference. We, we're trying to get as many medical care providers as we can there: doctors, chiropractic, massage therapists. If you're helping heal people, pain management specialists, sleep uh, technicians. Anybody that you think that there is, uh, if you're working in any kind of medical field, there will be some piece of information here that will help you as we move forward into the, into the future, right? Actually, we should be moving into the present. We're moving back into the past since it's been around for thousands of years uh, being used as medicine. We've got a lot of people that are come out here. This, is no, this ain't no jive, babe. This is all kind. I mean, we've there's got, no jive about it. There's no jive. Doctor Sue Sisley, Doctor Jeffrey Hergen, rather. I mean, we've got uh, Irvin Rosenfeld. That guy, who like ah, some people hit the Powerball. Irvin Rosenfeld wakes up and the federal government's like, we're gonna mail you 300 marijuana cigarettes a month. 
and the, you have to consume all of them. And he's going to have some stories. That's to tell exactly us. right. He gets ten me- medical cannabis cigarettes per day, and he's gotten it for over thirty four years. Now, how can that possibly go on? With it being Schedule 1 and it not being a medicine for people and them still saying, did you see the video I posted earlier with the kid who has cerebral palsy? Yeah, I did. I was on borderline weeping watching it with the mom going, you can walk, buddy. You can walk. After the first day with the oil, he's been walking down the hallway. This kid was in a walker. We're talking about a little kid. What was he, four? Four, maybe, yeah. Four, just a beautiful little kid. Yep. It's criminal to not get them the medicine they need rather than it be criminal to have a plant in your hands. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Thank you! Tough time integrity gets on board with the right time of the applause. <laughs> oh, it took six, eight weeks, buddy. Oh, we got some good people. I love, I love that. Uh, Dr. Jordan Tischler is going to be there. I got to see him talk at the ICR. Awesome dude. Awesome guy. So cordial. Wanted to hang out. Wanted to talk to the veterans. I mean, you mentioned Sisley earlier. Yeah. As far as the veterans go, you would think Bob frickin' Hope walked into the place. Like, that's how... It was the USO, huh? I don't know. Do people like Bob Hope? No, 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 yeah. That was his deal, right? It was the USO for all his years. Like Jane Fonda. That that, that reference plays. Like Jane? reference plays. Buddy, I went to the VFW hall, and I was peeing, and they have Jane Fonda pictures. In the uh, urinal? In the urinal. Hanoi Jane? And the guy's like... Jane Fonda, you know, F her. You can say F her, right? I uh, guess, yeah, I'm probably. Probably, probably won't stick with um, <laughs> Fig Newton, her. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm getting the bathroom. I'm just trying to get on. And he's like, come check this out. Wants me to come check out the Jane Fonda thing. I'm like, no, it's good. He's like, no, seriously. I'm like, watch uh, me. I got to do it. Watch me miniaturate upon her face. It's my service to him. Okay. So I, I'm like, I'm washing my hands. I'm like, no, I can't. And he's like, yeah, she went over there and effed all those soldiers in yeah. Vietnam. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, she did her, her civic duty. Yeah, like, yeah. She went over there and, and actually actually <laughs> pleasured most of the <laughs> soldiers over there. That's what I thought in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, she's awesome. And Apparently. he's like, no, she's not. Oh, no. And I was you, like, you just uh, completely misunderstood. Then it all came I love that. I love that that's where your, where your brain went first with that. Apparently there was a porn star that did do something similar Good for that her, here in the United man. States. How, how'd it go? Yeah, how was it I for guess you? it went. Well, I'm not a porn star. You didn't strap a board? No, no you she came Oh, uh, no, not, not me. <laughs> not me. <laughs> Head went there. He's like, yeah, I had no, to do I didn't. It. This is weird. This is very oh, weird. God, now. but but uh, Sue Sisley's kind of like Bob Hope. Okay, <laughs> great. It all back around. The vet was she not amazing, Roman? Yes. And was not everyone like a fanboy to her around there? Yep. I mean, she came, walked up to me, and I just immediately stopped what I was doing. I was like, what did I do now? Yeah, she and has. She a just presence. started talking to me, and I was like, okay, it's a lot more chill than what I thought it would be. She, because she's been in Arizona, in Arizona, talking to veterans every day about how this stuff. It all started as anecdotal. Right. She she's like, I don't like weed. I don't like marijuana. Like, if you watch one of the videos, she's like, I love science. Sure. Give me science. All this anecdotal evidence. Let's find out what's really going on. And she's finding it out, and they love her for it. I love her for it. I got it. Guys, listen. Tickets are on sale oh, right now. Guys. The High Society Supper Club is going to be there. Uh, they're going to teach you how to cook infused foods. Obviously, they will all be with just CBD hemp plants at this point. There will be no THC in anything. Industry pioneer John Hunt, who's joining us here after the break, uh, he's going to be there. He's going to talk a little bit about what he's faced uh, in the um, – you know, in the cannabis industry in Colorado and, and, and moving Missouri forward. One thing that – I didn't get to join you guys out in Colorado, but one thing – We didn't that, want you there. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, know I know. So uh, – Go on. No. Go you just on. Broke, you broke me. Go on. Okay. John uh, – no, John said something. And he, I could tell that he was uh, very – he's still very – invested in missouri he is still yes. he still very much cares to bring missouri into the the 21st century along with colorado um and i love where his heart's at he 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 spoke so highly of home he said when you get back home you just let everybody know missourians grow good dope and when he said that i was it was just like a it made you know <laughs> made me feel warm inside. i made a video out of it because i love that it's so great it was too. great man like he still cares and he's going he's going to be a part of this we've got so many awesome 
people that are going to be part. And some people have been like, man, those ticket prices are a little high. Well, let me tell you something. Those ticket prices are about a third of what they are yeah. for the exact same speaker rotation in any other state. Yep. We're trying yep. to get doctors. It, it, first off, it costs a lot of money, guys, you bring those to bring in here. experts from right. all over and put them up and make sure that uh, you know they're taken care of. So um, understand it, it, that it's, 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 it's so fair cheap. value. Craig, it's so cheap because a lot of them want to come here and do this. Yes. Yes. They want to, they're like, yes. you don't have to pay me until you have all the tickets sold, right. and I'll take an eighth of what I usually take right. to speak at places. People want to spread this knowledge. Yes. And if you want to get in on some of the knowledge, how many people live in chronic pain and are just like, meh, that's life, baby. Or I don't sleep very well at night. Sure. Meh, that's, I'm just dealing with it. You'll, you're going to feel so much better if you can figure out how to boost your endocannabinoid system. And we're still finding out about new phytocannabinoids. John Hunt was talking about the terpenes and how each terpene is different. Flavonoids. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that we don't know about this plant because we haven't been allowed to properly study it. And and that's the idea of this conference. This con- I, I want people to understand that, especially when we're talking about Yes on Two, this isn't about people getting high, man. This is about getting people medicine that's actually saving their life Quality and i cannot possibly i cannot possibly <laughs> not the right time uh, expound not on the that you know what i can appreciate that so uh yeah guys uh, the, first off i think we're working on getting continuing education for people that are in medical programs, so like it will yeah. be, it will, it will, it's going to offer value in so many different ways. And the idea is to fill this room with both caregivers and people in need. Um, and we're going to have as many patients as we can get there. We want to fill that place with veterans and first responders and show them that not only is there something that's working for them, but there's a group of people that are trying their damnedest to make sure that they get it. Oh yeah. yeah! I don't feel dirty about it anymore. I used to feel kind of dirty. I don't feel like, dirty hey, about it at all. Hey, I got a, I got this cannabis. My fight is righteous. Coming up. When you see videos like you saw today, or watch any of the epilepsy videos where it works instantaneously. How can you argue yeah. with veterans with PTSD? Like, how are you going to tell a vet that he can't smoke a plant? You would rather him go take a whole bunch of opiates and SSRIs. I guess. Like, that's like, what, oh. is that how you say you want to support the but, troops? Is that how you really support the troops? There is no support. I mean, in my opinion. But there is. Yeah, there is. But, and it's but, happening. There right is. now, us, yes. Right. Yes. And it's but happening. for man. them, outside of this. I know. know I'm not comparing it to epilepsy or anything. I'm not saying, you know. No, it's. it's it, but, listen, I mean, some, you, of it, some of it could be pretty debilitating. Buddy, when people. you can't sleep and you're in constant pain, I, I, I mean, I'm lucky. I'm not even going to be able to smoke probably when it's legalized because I'm just a perfect Man, and I had been kept in a bubble by my yourself. mother forever. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, well, since the doctors can recommend it, I'm sure they can find 30 or 40 yeah, things they'll, wrong they'll with find you. Some. They'll um... find some. I'm dying on the inside. Um, but, you know, to be able to ease some of that, how drastically can your life change when you can start getting good night's sleep and alleviate some back pain? And some inflammation. Yeah, get rid of the inflammation. Live with like... back pain for a week. And try to be like, I can handle this. So listen. It's, it's horrible. I want to get this out. On top of selling tickets, we are looking for businesses, corporate sponsors. We're going to provide extreme value. Um, if your business wants to step up, we've got a few different tiers that you can pay to sponsor the event. We will make sure that your brand is represented inside of this conference. But more so, we're going to send veterans and first responders in your name. Matter of fact, if you've got a personal list that you want to send, here we go. We're going to put a Let's block together. We're going to present the speeches from you. We were going to work side by side so that people, when they think about, when, when this all passes and it starts really helping people, they're going to associate, man, these people were willing to get out in front and really make this thing possible. So if you've got a business that's interested in sponsoring, I want to talk to you guys. We want to send veterans and first responders in your name um, or, heck, we want you to go. We want you to go with them. We want you to take, take your crew from your office. I want as many people educated on this as well as possible so that when it comes up uh, at at, uh, dinner table conversation, you can release the stigma and say, yeah, well, (laughs) I just heard 14 scientists, doctors, professors that spend 60 hours a week studying this. And I just saw uh, 100 veterans uh, who uh, uh, veterans and first responders and people with terminal illnesses and autoimmune diseases, and they were all reporting unbelievable Success. Efficacy. The efficacy of the medicine <laughs> cannot be denied. <laughs> it will not be. It denied. will. It shan't be denied. I'm pro-human. 
<laughs> that was awesome. That was perfect. Yeah. Guys, I hate to say it, Steve. Uh-oh. Are we up against it? We are up against it. We're up against it. Guys, on the other side of the break, we're going to have John Hunt come in and talk to us a little bit about the 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 inner workings of the cannabis industry and uh, what he's doing with uh, the uh, Missouri Cannabis Consultants, I believe is a, a name of his firm, right? Yes, I believe so. Uh, maybe talk to him a little bit about that and what we all can do to uh, make sure that we're getting the word out there. We're going yes on two on November 6th. We're putting together the Missouri Cannabis Conference. John Hunt's going to talk to us on the other side of the break. Thank you for joining us. This is Hoosier Sophisticate on WGNU920AM.com. We'll see you on the other side. Hoosier Sophisticate with Craig Kohler and Stephen Elgin. Joining us now, comedian Shane Moss. I think I'm okay to say this because we talked about it on my podcast. Oh, yeah, no one's listening. You're good. He he spent something. I think he spent ten times our entire film budget on the opening credits of the film. (laughs) I bet they're awesome. (laughs) They are are awesome, and it's beautiful. Who's your sophisticate? Fridays from 6 to 8 p.m. on WGNU. Hi, I'm Jay Ashcroft. Here at the Secretary of State's office, we take the integrity of our elections seriously. Missourians agreed and passed Constitutional Amendment 6. Missouri's new photo ID law is now in effect. Have questions about the new voter ID law or need to register to vote? We're here to help. Visit showittovote.com or call 866-868-3245. Remember, if you're registered to vote, you can vote. Sponsored by the Missouri Secretary of State's office. Hi, I'm Blake with Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. We provide high-quality hemp oil with CBD. Cannabidiol is changing people's lives every single day. If you're looking for premium-quality CBD, check us out at momedcanco.com. Try out our 250-milligram blended bottles from just 22 bucks, or the 500 milligrams from 40 or even the 1000 from just $49.99. If you don't like the taste of oil, try our capsules. Get 30 60-milligram capsules for only 60 bucks. You need something for your pet? Check out our line of pet products online now at momedcanco.com. And as always, we have free shipping to all 50 states. So go now to momedcanco.com. Financial advice you can understand on the Dave Ramsey Show. What is the definition of a millionaire? Well, the definition of a millionaire is someone with a million dollar, a one million dollar or greater net worth. Net worth is defined as what you own minus what you owe. If you sold everything off, paid all your debts, would there be a million dollars or more in a pile? What you own minus what you owe, your assets minus your liabilities. When that equals a million dollars, you're a millionaire. The Dave Ramsey Show, weekdays at 1 p.m. right here on WGN. Hey Hoosiers, Greg Kohler here. With home buying season heating up, be sure to get a quote from a top agency and provider of the number one home insurer in North America. They offer coverage that's second to none. In fact, if your AC goes out, they offer a new endorsement where you can get a replacement from a local HVAC company. Give them a call, 314-961-4800. If you get a machine and you don't talk to a person, we'll give you one of these fine Hoosier sophisticated tees. Just takes one phone call or apply online at carltoninsurance.net. People do business with James because they like and trust him. Just check him out on Google and Facebook. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, then call James Carlton State Farm. Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain. Pain can be unrelenting, overwhelming, and all-consuming. So why do so many of us try to manage pain only from the palm of our hands? Doctor-prescribed opioids are appropriate in some cases, but they just mask the pain. And reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives, like physical therapy, to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. And by increasing physical activity, you can also reduce your risk of other chronic diseases. Pain is personal, but treating pain takes teamwork. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose more movement and better health. Choose physical therapy. Visit MoveForwardPT.com to find a physical therapist in your area. This message is brought to you by the American Physical Therapy Association. Roof, roof? You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. 
They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at lifetimestl.com. This is St. Louis Baseball Weekly. You said everything will be all well in a few days. What level of concern should Cardinal fans have regarding your elbow? I mean, if you're concerned whether I make 30 or 31 starts, then be very concerned. If you're concerned whether I'm going to make 30 or 10, then not. St. Louis Baseball Weekly with Brian Stoll. Every Friday at noon, right here on WGNU, 920 a.m. Hey there, sophisticated Hoosiers. Have you been to our website? Visit HoosierSophisticate.com and listen to our uncensored podcast. Share some laughs with us. Send us fan mail so we can feel warm and special. Buy our merchandise so that we can eat. Wear your Hoosier Sophisticate t-shirt at social gatherings and let the women approach you. Wear it around the office and get that big promotion instead of Ted. That's right. Screw Ted. Ted sucks. That's HoosierSophisticate.com. I have this feeling who's ever elected president, like Clinton was, no matter what your promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, blah, blah. When you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialists, capitalist scum who got you in there. And you're in this smoky room, and this little uh, uh, film uh, screen comes down. And a big guy in a cigar rolled in front and it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before. It looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll. And in the film, the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president. Any questions? Uh, just what my agenda is. First we bomb Baghdad. You got it. Oh, that's my man Bill Hicks here on the line over at uh, WGNU 920 at AM and put a .com behind it. And you can get a live stream of us, and it'll be fun for everyone. Oh, yes, sir. All right, guys. Mr. Beauregard's gone. Um, <laughs> hey, welcome back to Hoosier Sophisticate. We got a full house, and I love it. It's just people surrounded by people we love. Brian Kessler just texted Said he's going to be on his way. Um, oh, on the phones right now, we got John Hunt. Um, he's a St. Louis native, a fellow cadet, and he was so powerful and impactful on our trip to the ICR, um, letting the veterans in, letting them ask questions. The smell. Uh, oh, oh, guys, it's still with me. It's still with me. Punch you in the face. We got Battle Buds Medicinals. I mean, I saw them chewing his ear, getting information. He doesn't have to do any of that. He doesn't have to, to lend his heart out to these veterans. But he does it, and that's why I love him. And he's a cadet. Did I say that? Did I say he's a cadet. Yeah, we won't hold oh, that okay, against cool. him, though. John Hunt, welcome to Hoosier Sophisticate, buddy. How you doing? Hey, man. How you guys doing? Doing really well, man. Doing really well. How's everything going uh, Colorado way, buddy? It's not bad. It's a beautiful day out. The, uh, the birds are in town playing the Rockies tonight, so I'm assuming that'll be a couple easy three victories this weekend. But, All right. uh, <laughs> you're, you're still a big birds fan out there, right? There's a lot of birds fans out there. Uh yeah, I mean I can't my uh my my ninety five year old grandmother watches every game so when they come into town it's usually something but yeah the uh, Cardinals and the Blues are definitely still uh, part of the part of the life for sure even being in the mountains. You don't have that I feel like whenever you go somewhere else a lot of times. What's that like? If you move away, you still enjoy the your team. hometown yeah, team. Your hometown oh, team. Man. Cardinals, oh, Cardinals dude. fan bases. St. Louis is Where's that? best fans everywhere. In baseball, am I right? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, John. Uh, I'm so glad we got you on the show. I I, I want to know how did you come from being a fellow cadet at CBC to where you are now? How did this whole journey kind of start out for you? Wow. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Sum it up in about five minutes, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Nice put, start up the shot clock. Uh, so, uh, born and raised in Webster Grove, Missouri. Uh, went to CBC. Graduated in 99. Uh, went to Baltimore, Maryland to play lacrosse. Yeah. Um, so, I was in Maryland for a long time uh, playing sports and going to school. And I headed out to California in 03, 04, and kind of started to get into 
some things out there, but uh, really it, it all started. I moved to Aspen, Colorado in the winter of 2007, um, and shortly after moving to Aspen, it was uh, pretty well known as kind of like a counterculture point, uh, definitely a little bit more liberal and open-minded. And um, in 2008, I became patient number like 18,000 or something like that. So um, it is the medicinal marijuana program started in 06 and I got uh, to be a patient in 08 uh, started growing cannabis uh, started a big garden there in Aspen and helped other patients sign up uh, from then moved to Durango Colorado and opened up the first dispensary there um, and started a garden as well um, and then after that I, I got out of that whole situation in Durango and moved back to Aspen in ooh, like 22 2009, 2010, um, and was still a patient and still involved in cultivation and et cetera. Um, but I started a company called Gravity Gatsby, which did uh, branding and social media and product development and event production. Um, and then that company got big enough in Aspen that we moved to Denver in 2011, 2012. Um, and after having enough clients and going through stuff, I actually got asked to start and staff the first recreational testing facility that was going to be in Denver. Wow. Um, that was two, 2014. Um, so got that all up and running, and, and from then kind of have just slowly built up into stuff. So bought my first dispensary, which was Green and Healthy Wellness in Colorado Springs in uh, January 2015. I uh, have another place in the industry since 2008. Um, and I mean, you know, kind of just uh, continuing that forward. But I mean, I'm involved with a genetics company called Arm Genetics. Uh, we make nutrients with Hunt's Harvest Nutrients, which is a, a St. Louis company uh, where we make stuff for all different cultivation. But obviously, cannabis cultivation works as well. Then the dispensaries and, and Grimy Gatsby is still uh, rolling strong with a website and some other stuff. And I guess that's like the abridged version as opposed to a lot of the stories that, that come up along the way from uh, living out by Anita Thompson, Hunter S. Thompson's widow in, in Woody Creek when a lot of that stuff started and, and some of the great people I met that way and then being in Denver and being involved with uh, a bunch of different brands kind of startup situations and, and the lab and doing the testing and then the genetics and doing the growing and um, yeah, and as, as you saw when you came out to Colorado, obviously, you know, the, the plants and the different aspects of being vertically integrated in the industry and, and different aspects of that. So, you know, that's kind of all of it. I, I hope that was shorter than five minutes. <laughs> Perfect. I think you handled it yeah. quite well, Four man. Four minutes and 48 seconds. You practiced. Nailed it. Nailed it. Four minutes. John, I feel like, uh, you know, sometimes we get frustrated here in Missouri because it's taken us so long to, to seemingly catch up. But I also feel like maybe that's that's to our advantage. What are some challenges uh, that maybe you guys saw in Colorado by passing things through so quickly without without so many challenges? Like, was the legislation uh, – we, we had Matt Call on here for uh, a few weeks ago, and he was talking about how he sat in front of uh, the, the Colorado legislature and, and got them to uh, recognize PTSD as a medical condition. Um, maybe what are some of the hardships that you guys – maybe are still running into because the legislation wasn't all-encompassing enough or, you know, uh, maybe some unforeseen things uh, that, that weren't prepared for with, with the way the laws were written? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, um, but I think the biggest thing on, on, on that topic is that, you know, in states like Missouri and Oklahoma uh, and a lot of the new states, even like uh, Massachusetts and Maine and some of the other places that I work in, yeah, there's there's at least a little bit of a of a guide or a cliff note, and there are other places that have done certain things. Like you know, Washington is not vertically integrated and is only recreational. Colorado is vertically integrated. Uh, California can be vertically integrated or cannot be. Um, so I mean, I think the biggest thing in Colorado that we still run into is that there's not really a a defined way to do it. You know, if you're going to open up. Uh, a pharmacy, there's certain things that happen because it is federally legal and it goes a certain way. If you're going to open up a clothing store, there's there's certain situations that you go through. Um, and not that it's not like any other business, but here in Colorado, being vertically integrated is definitely something that uh, I think is kind of underplayed compared to what most of it is. Like, you know, when you walk into 
Uh, a car, uh, you know, you walk into a dealership to buy a car, they haven't made every part and assembled every piece and put together the entire car and then sell it to you. It comes already together, and, and they sell it, and that's how it works. Here in Colorado, uh, on the medical side at least, we have to grow and make every single piece of flour and everything else. So, you know, we have not one facility that is a shop. You usually have two, one's a shop and one's a grow. You have two sets of employees. You have twice the labor. You have twice the overhead. Um, there's a lot of things that I think are are different in it. And here in Colorado, I mean, even with trying to be uh, forward-thinking and ahead of the curve, you still have to come up with certain things and put in place, you know, testing and heavy metal testing and pesticide testing and all these different things that, you know, when, when other states are able to get online, they kind of have – uh, a little bit of a guide or notes or certain things that definitely work and don't work. Um, you know, like in, you know, there's places like Arkansas that haven't even issued license and it's been a year that everybody's been waiting on that. Whereas, you know, when everybody uh, votes yes on two in Missouri, there'll be a certain 90 day shot clock that comes in where everybody can, can then start putting an application and there's a certain way for it to roll out. You know, I think by not being the, the first mover, so to speak, uh, Missouri is definitely going to have some advantages on learning what does work and what doesn't work. And, I mean, you know, unfortunate to say it, it's not like a lot of the politicians or the regulators know what's going on with a cannabis plant or they use the best people to understand what's going on. Um, so some of that stuff slows it down and puts up a bunch of red tape. But, I mean, here in Colorado we deal with, Having recreationally recreational shops and medical shops, the medical shops are all vertically integrated. That that turns into a big kind of you know overhead and cost of production play. That most places, even your restaurants, are buying stuff from Cisco or your clothing stores buy from somebody else. Um, there's very few industries in America that are vertically integrated from, as we say, seed to sale or from start to sale, Farm um, like we deal with right now. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. You got a, you got a question for him, Mick? Um, well, mine was going back a bit when he first started. Hi, John. Oh, my name's a, Mick, by the way. Um, no worries. What's going on, Mick? I noticed that you said that you you know moved around a little bit, and my concern is because we live in a rural community, and we're an hour and a half away from St. Louis. And so the significance to me is, is I see a lot of these vets, a lot of more patients that it seem to be have more ailments because of lack of care. You know, did you go to Denver? I mean, did you? Was it more rural areas? What I was what I'm asking, where you started, then then went to Denver. How rural is Durango? Is that kind of out in the so middle of nowhere? Town. Uh, I mean, yeah, Dur- Durango is in the uh, southwest corner of the state, and I mean, you bring up a very good point on why uh, the new approach of initiative and you know voting yes on two is a big deal, is because it will allow some of those guys, guys and gals, sorry. Um, to cultivate at home. How dare you? To cultivate at home if they want to. I mean, yeah, like, you know, Durango is pretty rural. Durango's eight hours away from Denver. Um, Aspen's in the middle of the mountains, so it's not necessarily too close to anything either. Um, But in those rural areas, it's not like you're going to, you know, necessarily be able to get in your car and drive somewhere, especially, I mean, especially in the wintertime out here in Colorado. I mean, you can't get to certain places as much. So um, there is a big aspect of why home cultivation and being able to have any patient that needs to cultivate at their house, be able to have the medicine at, at their house or where they need, as opposed to having to incur the cost of traveling here, purchasing something at a different tax rate, then actually traveling home with it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you notice in some of the rural areas, um, especially my family has um, some land and, and raises cattle out in Union, Missouri, but I mean, you run into a lot of places in the state of Missouri where people are going to be extremely green thumb oriented on making their own medicine as opposed to having to purchase it or driving somewhere, um, you know, an hour away or 30 minutes each way or something like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a good question. There are a lot of rural aspects here in Colorado. Most of them are mountainous, which, I mean, you know, could add an hour or two, especially if there's a snowstorm or you can't get somewhere. But um, having access to medicine, whether you can grow your own, whether another patient would be able to help you out and, and sell yes. you some of theirs or give you some of theirs, um, all of those things come into play on why it's, it's advantageous to have home cultivation and patient cultivation available through any kind of campaign or, or regulation. I've, I've just, you know, where we live, it's Farmington. It's only an hour or so away. But when I go to that, you know, now with 
CBD oils were changing patterns of going to the doctor. But when I go there, we see so many sickly people. And all I can sit there and stare at them all and be like, you know what? There's a plant for this. There's an herb for this. And to want to help somebody so much and so bad, like you don't have to take a pill after another pill after another pill. We have a one-stop shop, and I just, I'm sitting there. I'm so inspired now to, to help people, and I hope to God this passes. I mean, it will, but... We're going to get it, baby. <laughs> We're going to get it. I mean, to help these people and, and get them away from big pharma, I've seen how it destroys people, and it's just it's become a, a, a huge factor in my life to uh, help. I love it, man. <laughs> John, let me, ask you, let me ask you something um, kind of building on that. It, it seems like, and this is something we're definitely trying to do with the attendance of, of uh, the cannabis conference, MoCanacon.com. We want to get as many medical health care providers as we can, whether that's uh, uh, doctors, clinicians, uh, uh, chiropractic, you name it. If you're, if you're helping people uh, heal, you know, heal uh, we want to get them to this conference. It, is, was there a lot, um, was there maybe an underground movement with the medical community? around Colorado uh, that kind of helped push this legislation across? Because I feel like that's one of those things that validates, you know, the the more people that you can bring in that have years upon years of schooling, that have seen uh, symptom upon symptom uh, being helped with this, I feel like we need more doctors on our side, and that's part of the reason why we're bringing so many from out of state, because they haven't been been allowed to do that here. Was there a little bit of help from the medical community inside Colorado to kind of push this ball down the road for you guys? Well, I mean... um First off, I hope I see everybody at MoCanicon. I'll be there uh, as one of the speakers as well, so I definitely think that that's you know, a great event to come to. But, um, I mean, to be honest, every state kind of has the same start. You know, here in Colorado, when it started in 2006, even in 2008, uh, when I started uh, more of, like, patient advocacy and stuff, a lot of the doctors don't have experience with checking those things out or you know, unfortunately, because of the way that, that some of the, the practicing industry is set up, they can't really work with holistic stuff as much as they have to work with what the hospital or the pharmacies or et cetera work with. So you usually have, you know, patients speaking out about their ailments and their uh, story of being healed more than you do have, you know, an actual Ph.D. or some sort of doctor talking about it. Chiropractics definitely talk about it a lot. Obviously, it's a holistic aspect for it. Um, you know, you have some of the other things like here in Colorado, we had – uh, advocates that were talking about it. We had lawyers that were talking about it through normal. Um, we also had people like Bob Rodis, who was the, the sheriff of Pickin County, um, and the guy who was the active sheriff at, at that time up in Aspen. Um, he talked about it a bunch with the fact about, you know, how he saw it as not being a threat, how he saw it helping people. Um, and there were different kind of voices, so to speak, that came out about it. Um, but it usually takes a little bit of time to turn the whole medical uh, side of things because of, of just how their industry is set up. I mean, I do think it's advantageous to get as many of those people to talk as you can, no matter where they're from. But, you know, each state kind of has that own uh, flow adapted from the medical situation. Plus, you have the stigmas that you're trying to overcome. Like, obviously, all of us have seen somebody helped by this plant. Uh, I, I mean, in my personal opinion, I've probably seen help and been around hundreds of different patients that have a better quality of life now than they ever did before the plant. Um, But, you know, there's really like that whole everybody needs their own time to understand that. They need to have proof within their life for that to happen, Uh, whether that's a a cancer patient in their family, whether that's some sort of child epileptic patient that, that happens to them, whether it's you know, they always have a headache. When they use this, the headache goes away. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of things where, like, people are able to be somewhat turned off to the stigma. But, I mean, something like uh, MoCanicon and what's happening up there in St. Charles is going to be a great way where you will have uh, a large group of people that are like-minded that can finally kind of talk to each other about it in Missouri because that's the biggest way that this wave gets started and the way to get to pass and the way to get more people voting for it and et cetera is just, having someplace safe for all these people to come and talk about it, that that doesn't really ever happen. In the new state, you know, it's still not necessarily technically legal. There's still people that want to talk about it. There's some people that won't come out and talk about it until they have some sort of, you know, comfortable, safe environment to do that. Um, And that's the biggest reason on why I'm excited to get back for Missouri CannaCon, too. MoCannaCon.com. Get your tickets. John's going to be there. Um, John, are you? How familiar are you, are you with? Uh, I'm sure you're real familiar with Colorado's laws, but laws across the country. Because I kind of wanted to gauge how you thought Amendment Two stood up to maybe some other medicinal uh, marijuana legislation that's out in the country. 
yeah, that's, uh, that's a great question. Uh, I do some work in California. <laughs> I, I work. I work <laughs> you know, TV, those, those CBC guys always come over. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so I mean, I work. I work in California, Washington, uh, Missouri, Maine, Massachusetts, Arkansas, Colorado. So I, mean, I definitely have a, a depth on on some of those regulations and how they work. Um, you know, obviously in Arkansas, we haven't seen it put together. Um, in my personal opinion, what New Approach did with with two, the number two initiative that's coming up on the ballot in November is not only the best out of the three, but one of the better ones that you're going to see across all of the states. Um, some of the yeah. some of the writing that's involved in that with who can actually hold a license and how that works for people um, is very open and allows a, a lot of people that usually they try to pigeonhole people yep. out that way. Um, having home cultivation for people is another great aspect of it. Being able to have uh, more than one license if you want to, so you could have a shop and you could also grow your own flower if you have that license as well is another one. Uh, the way that the actual initiative is worded to get it into place um, is probably the biggest thing that a lot of other states necessarily haven't been doing as well. But it's 90 days from when, so in November when you vote on two, which will happen, and then two gets passed, 90 days from then they have to have an application ready to start being filled out. So, I mean, you could see. Uh, rapid growth happening within the state of Missouri once that goes into effect, whereas, like I was saying before, in Arkansas, um, I was part of a group that actually put in for a license last September. They still haven't even uh, issued any licenses from that. It's been almost a year since the application's been turned in. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the, the initiative, too, that, that's coming up in November is, I mean, a great situation to be in. New Approach did a great job getting it on there. Um, I think that the biggest thing is, you know, getting your yard signs that are available now and putting them out so more people can talk about it and get compassionate care. And Yeah, lead the cops to my house. Stuff. No thanks, fella. <laughs> <laughs> Let the kids go. Um, and having, uh, having, you know, having more conversations about it, getting the word out. Um, I will be in Kansas City on September 14th and 15th to talk in an event there. Uh, for the Missouri Cannabis Industry. I'll be out there in October. Um, I, I work with a group called Missouri Cannabis Consultants, um, so we're available all the time to help people out, whether it is about those applications and the initiative or the industry and how to get involved. But, I mean, yeah, I think that uh, as opposed to other states, uh, not only is it one of the better written uh, aspects for having regulations, but it does follow a lot of the Colorado law. It does have a lot of the vertical integration. It has home cultivation, which is always a big one for everybody in those rural situations. But, yeah, you know, like, like we keep saying, vote yes on two in November. Beautiful, man. Since you got a little bit of inside baseball here, you've got some, uh, uh, I would say, as much if not more information on what it takes to run a successful dispensary uh, uh, and, you know, rec shop, adult use shop uh, in the country. What, uh, realistically, you say 90 days they have to have a petition out. And then from the time that those go in, I mean, just in your experience, and nobody could possibly guess this, what's a, what's a realistic time frame for people who need medicine that they'll be able to walk into a dispensary if we pass this in November? When? Well, yeah, I mean, I think so. We can work to that timeline. So November would happen, and then you got 90 days until there's an application that can be filled out. So that puts us into you know February 2019. Um, at that point, those go in. I, I know it's written in there, uh, but I do not know the exact terms. But I want to say it's maybe another 90 days or some time amount of time before they have to issue the license. So that's you know 60 days Six from months. November. Um, and I mean to cultivate a cannabis plant from seed or from scratch oh, to get yeah. it to something, you know, you're probably going to be looking at another 110 days from yeah. it to be sown as a seed, grown through veg, put into bloom, harvested, trimmed, cured, and ready to go the way that, you know, every single cannabis snob wants it to be on the shelf. Sure. So, um, <laughs> you know, I would say you're probably looking at, you know, 12 months, probably next November, December at the earliest, you would be looking at something to, to actually walk into a shop to get it. Now that doesn't that means you know shops and branded entities and licensed facilities. That doesn't mean that you wouldn't be able to go in and see a doctor and get your recommendation as a patient and go home and start growing right then. Um, and at that point, at, you know everyone's ears perked up. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this or not, but. There's like weed literally everywhere. If they just said, "Hey, let's go get it from your guy," go get it from. I your was guy. I was fishing over in, like over in Ferguson at one of the parks, and I looked down, and there was a weed baggie that said it was for medicinal use only. It was like Crunchy Space Captain or something. I don't I don't know exactly, right. but I was like, "Yeah." So I like to call my medicine. I had to come from Illinois. 
Oh, man. John, what can we do to get a little bit more knowledge from you? We're up against a break right now. Um, but what can we do to maybe reach out to you if, if uh, you're willing to give us a little knowledge or where people can get a hold of you or maybe tell us about that uh, Kansas City trip one more time and, of course, mocanacon.com. Yeah, so um, uh, on Instagram, at Grimey Gatsby, G-R-I-M-E-Y-G-A-T-S-B-Y. If you want to follow me there, you can always shoot me a DM or reach out or obviously enjoy the pictures from the shops and and the gardens and all that stuff. Um, I I do work with Missouri Cannabis Consultants, uh, so you can contact them on Facebook or on their website, uh, MissouriCanna.com, and we handle all kinds of different aspects for that. Uh, I will be in Kansas City September 14th and 15th at the Fall Business Conference for the Missouri Cannabis Industry Association speaking. I'll be at MoCannaCon in October in St. Charles speaking. Um, I mean, obviously, you guys have all of my contact information, so if there's anybody that calls in or wants to talk about something, you're more than welcome to give that out to them. But, I mean, yeah, any way that I can... uh, help out or be a beacon or, you know, show some people some stuff they haven't seen before, or educate anybody. I mean, that's, you know, the, the whole aspect of the plant is, you know, each one teach one. Right on, man. Hey, I just wanted to point out something completely unplanned, but it's pretty neat. Uh, Gatsby was a bit of a sophisticate, and Hoosiers are real grimy. Yeah, you know we got Grammy Gatsby and Hoosier Sophisticate working together here. Hey man, uh, since we are up against that break and you and you pumped everything else, one thing we like to do with all of our guests is to just leave everybody listening with one thing about cannabis, how it's how it's changing things positively for the, or leave them with anything, one solid thought before we let you go. And thanks again for joining us, man. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys for having me on. Uh, I guess the. Uh the biggest aspect about cannabis is I would tell everybody that they can either check out or research is that this plant's been on the earth uh, since the beginning of whatever you want to believe made earth or started with earth. Uh, it wasn't until man got involved to try to kind of switch the textile industry and the industrial industry with what was happening. So, you know, this thing's been around much like anything else has been living on our planet. And to nice it is probably more of a efficient move from our part than actually embracing it and knowing where we would be as a society if we had um so you know to beat that stigma i just always let everybody know that it's been around since before any of us have walked on this earth so it'll probably be around while all of us aren't on this earth either and uh at that aspect you know uh the rust of proverbs and everything else would come out that you know anything that's from the earth and made of the earth is probably a good thing to embrace more than anything made by man amen baby thank you sir hey bring home a winner would you for the cardinals come on buddy we're going out there to Coors and have a good old time drink a bud light at Coors if you would actually don't don't drink a bud light find (laughs) find a good beer to drink and enjoy that guys this they love love, they love that cat piss beer out here i'm telling you it's awful (laughs) guys this first hour is brought to you by james carlton state farm we're up against the break. We have Mick here in studio. We got Brian Kessler over here now. Do you guys want to say anything else to John before we go? Here's the last chance. Speak now and forever hold your peace. Don't be sitting there blushing. <laughs> I do. I, I want to ask a question. Uh, I'm a firefighter here in Missouri, and I just want to know. Oh, he's going to get all deep. Is there, uh, is there any kind of uh, laws or anything protecting them to use the uh, as a first responder to use that? Uh, I don't believe here in Colorado, I don't believe there is anything yet of that effect. Um, but I do know that, you know, even here in Colorado, uh, with police and fire and, and even uh, nurses and physicians and et cetera, you know, each company still has their own procedures and guidelines and handbooks and rules that you have to follow. So, I mean, right. even though it's, it's legal in Colorado, there still are some professions that don't allow the people to partake while they're on the clock or off the clock. Um, you know, I would assume that with any any open-minded situation, um, there are ways to handle that professionally on if you need to use it. But, I mean, there there are so many ailments that it helps out with um, that I would assume, even with fire and police, you know, with the PTSD and some of the situations that you all go through, that it would be something that would probably be recommended at that point. Um, but I'm not, I'm not totally sure about the first responder aspect. I do know that... You know, it's not like they have cannabis in any of the ambulances that are going around town around here, but, you know, maybe one day there will be. No, and that was the question was uh, for me personally, you know, just coming from a department where we lost a firefighter, uh, you know, that weighs heavily on us. So, you know, I think something like that would help us out immensely. Awesome. For sure. And, I mean, that's uh, a big aspect of, you know, some of the things that happen around here is that there are vets and there are people that have served in, in various different situations from fire to police to to armed forces and 
uh, you know, once that is over, I don't necessarily know if you're active or in the house and all of that stuff, but once that's over, I definitely know that there's um, there's a lot of talk on how that's used, um, especially more proactive than, you know, alcohol and pills, because that's yeah. usually what most people are trying to mask that, that PTSD yeah, with as opposed to using the plant. Slippery slope. Yeah. yeah, it's it's okay for us firefighters and police to go and get hammered every night, right. but you know, can't use something that would actually help us. So it's kind of weird, <laughs> right? Which yeah, that's always that uh, a catch twenty two about you know capitalism and what makes more money. All right, thanks for answering that. Appreciate it, John. Thanks no again, brother. We really appreciate you yeah, coming on here once again. Uh, go check them out at mocanicon dot com. I'm so juiced for this event. I can't. Wait. I can't. We got so many <laughs> awesome people that are already uh, succeeding, are very successful in business. Uh, doctors that are very successful in treating patients. Veterinarians awesome. treating animals. Awesome. Man. I mean, fitness experts. People are going to teach you how to cook with it. Uh, you know, people talk about, hey, uh, you got to wait until you have a terminal illness before you use it. Well, how nope. about how about we supplement our endocannabinoid system before we're sick? I like it. It's like taking vitamins. <laughs> I yes, like that idea. Absolutely. Very. Guys, we're going to see you on the other side of the break. We're going to talk to Brian Kessler. I mean, he I guess he's paying for it since he blew right through our break. Our, through our, uh, this great message question. from our sponsor. It was a great question. I'm just kidding. John, <laughs> John thanks again. Uh, bring home a winner from them birds. And uh, this is Hoosier's Fisk on 920 AM. See you on the other side.